Hi friends, my name is Diana Paquet and I am the host of The Diana Show. I am an adoptive step biological and dog mom of five, six if you include the dog. I'm married to the love of my life, Thomas, and together we're shepherding a four-year-old girl, three teenage girls, and a 19-year-old boy. It is a wild ride. Lots of eye-rolling, door-slamming, long conversations late at night, but you know what? Also lots of laughter and tons of joy. I really reached this place where I just want to chase some fun and learn new things and explore. And I'm just so curious. I just started roller skating again. What's up with that? I'm surrounded by real friends and I'm just in this good place. But even so, I still struggle with insecurity, worthiness, imposter syndrome, shame, and sometimes fear. So through my podcast, I'm chasing down stories of vulnerability, honesty, and tips and tricks on becoming a better version of a human. And I thank you for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you if you ever want to connect. You can always find me at ms.dianapiquet on Instagram or email me at dianapiquet1 at gmail. And with that, on with the show. Good morning, my friends. Uh, it's an actual Monday morning that I'm recording this. I just had something happen and I thought, you know, I'm going to go home and take some of this heavy emotion that I'm feeling that I know will like by lunchtime, it'll be all over and done with, but I'm going to take some of this emotion and I'm going to record about it because this is definitely one of the ways I feel like generationally I have made the leap and I have really changed the way that I parent and been able to catch myself. Um, and I'm proud of myself. Uh, I'm not proud of myself for what I did today, but I am proud of myself for how I handled it. So I'm just going to back up by letting you guys know. So if you're new around here, I have five kids. Uh, one 20 year old lives outside of the home, but the other three teenagers live here under this roof. And I also have a five year old. We're a blended family. Um, two of them are adopted. Uh, one was a stepchild before that came to me um, when she was nine and I just recently adopted her and then two are biological. Uh, I know all that math doesn't add up, but you have to listen to another podcast if you want to hear that whole adoption, step parenting, blending a family story. <coughs> but there's one on here, I'm sure. You can look past over the last 200 episodes and hear me talk about how we all got together. Anyway, um, it's a Monday morning and we have, with the teenagers, have a variety of different issues that have been coming up uh, that aren't new, but they are hard. And they're hard for us. So um, two of my daughters are, uh, one of my daughters is habitually late getting to school. It's always a struggle in the morning. It causes my husband anxiety. It causes me anxiety, mostly because in the past we've gotten to some screaming matches with her about it. And then it just sets her off and it's just a whole thing. So uh, that's one of the things we're working on in therapy specifically and just trying to, you know, work with that anxious thing that makes her have a hard time leaving on some days. Um, and I had another daughter who had a stomach ache this morning and who was late getting out the door. So that was a little bit off putting as well. And, um, so, you know, seeing that that's going to be a morning like this, this morning and knowing that that's what's going on, my anxiety rose a little bit. And then, um, I'm getting Lincoln out the door because she goes to her little school and, you know, you have to have the water bottle and the lunch packed and 
this is teacher appreciation week and I just realized it and I needed to get flowers and I didn't. So I took her some macaroons that we had gotten from Costco and, um, you know, Lincoln's five. So she's happy go lucky. She gets in the car, she's climbing and she's excited about these macaroons cause they're like rainbow color and her teacher's super cool lady. So she was excited to surprise Miss Wadsworth. And I thought that would be like a really good, um, alternative since I didn't have time to go get flowers. So she gets in the car and I, my mind is somewhere else, you know, I'm popping a headphone in. I'm thinking about what podcast I'm going to play, how I'm going to go for a walk. And Lincoln says something like, Hey, can I something with the macaroons? And I'm like, yeah, but don't touch them. Just look at them because you have to leave them flat. And I turn around and she's grabbing the box and it's like on its side. And I bellowed at her like I yelled so loud. And I'm like, I said, don't touch them. And I really try not to raise my voice on a regular basis because it scares her. She's just not used to it. I look in the rearview mirror and her little blueberry, big blue eyes are so wide. And she's like, (gasps) like takes, you know, a startled breath. And she turns her head to the side and looks away from the rearview mirror at me. And I'm like, fuck. So I take a breath and a beat and I start driving. And by the time I get to the end of our alley to pull out, I, you know, tune the rearview mirror turn. I'm like, Lincoln, I'm so sorry that I shouldn't have raised my voice to you. And you could see, like, she looked back at me and just, she, the way she's pulling her chin and the, the, the flesh of her skin. And, you know, I could see her eyes welling up with tears and she's trying to hold that in because she does not want to upset me and she doesn't know what to say. She's not used to it. She doesn't know how to process it. She's only five. And she just sits there and looks at me with her big eyes, like trying, she's trying to hold all that heavy emotion in. Right. And so I'm like, I'm Linky. I said, I'm really, really sorry. I did that. And then I reached my hand back and I held her hand. I said, do you feel upset? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I would feel upset too. I understand. I should not have yelled at you like that. And I could see that I'm slowly starting to like take that sting away from her, you know, but just seeing physically how, how heavy that is for a kid or another person to hold that inside when something gets hurt. And this is a very, very, you know, like this is a small instance compared to what other people go through compared to what Mia went through when she was with her birth mom, um, compared to what my teenagers go through when I yell at them. So her little school is just literally like a two minute drive or a five minute walk from our house. So I'm like talking her through this, holding her hand, driving with one hand, looking at her in the rearview mirror. And she's like sucking back her tears and she's got big, heavy emotional breaths. And I was like, soon as I park at school, I'm going to give you a big hug and I'm going to take all that sting away. I'm really, really sorry. And, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened. I let my mouth get away from me sometimes. I sometimes say things to my husband that I'm, I I think right after I'm like, what, why did I say that? I do that with Scarlett. I've done it with Cooper. I've done it with Erilyn and Mia. I've done it with friends. And I got to tell you, I think the magic sauce in that is a heartfelt ownership of that humanness of mine and calling myself out on it to the person and then a true real apology 
not not hey Lincoln, I'm so sorry I yelled at you, but I told you not to touch those macaroons because it's just further injury, you know, to the person who's been talked to sharply. And um it's one of the things like I can see, I could physically see it manifest in a five-year-old and all, you know, all emotions in a five-year-old are right at the surface. You can see everything. They come and go quickly. Uh, She doesn't hold on to a lot. She's innocent. She doesn't have any real past baggage yet, you know? So I can see her, you know, work through it. You know, I, I get her out of her car seat. I'm giving her a hug and rubbing her back. And just, it's more probably for me than for her. And then, you know, she's excited to go inside and take the macaroons in and see, she sees all her friends running into school. And so she's excited for her day. But I was thinking about like, had I not caught myself right after I said it, just, you know, move the rear view mirror away where I wouldn't even see her face and just think to myself, oh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But that kid's so frustrated, frustrating, and just drove to school, never owned it, never called myself out on it, never apologized on it. Eventually, you know, that habit of mine, because if I did that like that today, I would be doing that same thing again to her, that builds up on people and not having people own up to what they have done and just ignore it is very hurtful. Um, I've had friends do that to me as an adult, and it's, it's very hard to get over. It's very hard to get over someone talking to you sharply or being rude to you or flaking out on you or not showing up for you or not saying what they said they were going to do that they were going to do and and then just pretending like it didn't happen and not owning it. It gets old. And so I don't want to be that kind of friend. I don't want to be that kind of daughter. I don't want to be that kind of mom or wife. And I want to be, I want to continue to craft that in myself, that I'm the type of person that when I know in my heart, I know when I've done wrong, usually, like sometimes I feel like I do things to people and I didn't even know it. And then like later on, I'm like, well, shit, I didn't even know that I offended them in that way. But I'm talking about when I know I have hurt someone, I don't want to take that hurt and just ignore it and just be like, oh, well, bury it. It'll go away with time. Time heals all wounds. Not really. Not for me. You know, I really, it's important that I'm able to get communication from someone and they're able to own what they've done and apologize. And in and, and the, the same is true for me. It's really important to me that I'm the type of mom that cl- cleans things up. Like, hey, Scarlett, you know, I, I had a thing with Scarlett the other day. I really felt like she was wrong. And I went to her after, you know, eventually it boiled up. And I feel like the way that I behaved was wrong too, because I started yelling at her. And the next morning I said, listen, I'm really sorry about what happened. And she never came back and apologized to me yet. She's 16. I can't expect that kind of emotional maturity from her yet. But I'm glad to set the example that I'm the type of person that is like, I'm sorry for my part in that. I really wish I hadn't have talked to you that way. And I regret it. And I gave her a hug. And, you know, I think that that's really an important piece of being a human is owning your humanness. So I can say this, there are days that it's very difficult at work, raising kids, whether you're taking care of your parents, whatever the thing is, it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard. And sometimes we lose our temper. Sometimes we say things that we shouldn't. But 
when you can watch in an innocent five-year-old how those emotions manifest themselves, try and get She's trying to bottle them up because that's what we do as humans. She doesn't want to make me uncomfortable. She doesn't want to make a big scene. She's not going to say anything. She doesn't want the tears to cry and all that emotion and tension just gets held and saved for later. We can just in the moment apologize and it's over, mostly over, you know, it, it really goes a long way in comforting that other human being and showing them the example of what you would want them to be like for their daughters and sons later on down the road and what it's like to be a good human conducting yourself. And I think that working on being a really quick and kind owner of your emotions and how they bubble up for you and how you take care of that bubbling up to take care of other people with apologies is such a huge step in the right direction for humankind. Because if there was more of that and less of the whole like, well, no, I didn't. Yes, I'm going to gaslight you. Um, No, you know, I didn't mean it for it to come out that way. If we had less of that as an example, we'd have less teenagers doing that. We'd have less little sisters growing up to be those kind of women. Know me, you know that I'm a big believer in the fact that the human brain can learn to do new things. We can get better every day if we want to. So I hope somebody hearing this will recognize that they wish that they could have said something differently, but even though they didn't, that it's not too late to like go back and make it right. And it does feel so good because I feel like, you know, even when I pick her up from school today, I'm going to say, Hey, I was just thinking about it. How are you feeling about the way mommy talked to you or whatever? And just kind of talk that through with her. It's such a great opportunity for us to build on her emotional maturity and for her to recognize that people are people, you know, and apologies should come easy and forgiveness should should come easy. And that's not, I mean, I really, I don't want to be the type of person that's like, I yelled at her today. I gave her a heartfelt apology. So tomorrow I lost my temper again. And the next day I lost, like, I really want to learn from the things that I don't like about myself and work on being a different way. And very rarely does the screaming pop up, but when it does, I want to catch it and I want to apologize for it. So anyway, I hope somebody hears this and it helps them in some way. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. If you want to hear about weight loss, you got to tune in on Wednesdays. And if you want to hear about parenting, self-development, second marriages, blending a family of seven people in a three-bedroom house, mental health awareness, and all the other things that are the pieces of the puzzle that have been bringing us joy, tune in on Mondays. To connect with me, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Thanks, friends.